0: My name is Sharon Ruth and I am here to welcome you home. This is the Exposed Podcast. the body-based ways to ease anxiety, heal trauma, and create an empowered connection with love and money using nervous system regulation and a healthy
1: dose of self-compassion.
0: Is he the one? Should we stay together? Should we break up? What to do when you are the person who breaks up and gets back together? with your beloved, does it mean that there's something wrong with you? Does it mean that there's something wrong with them? Does it mean no? Okay, we're going to answer this question today. I'm excited. We are going to look into some of the reasons that you might find yourself breaking up with somebody and then getting back together with them or thinking about breaking up with them and having urges to break up with them and then later on being like, no, they're the absolute best and I could never let go of them. I'm excited. I'm going to be coming to this with a perspective for my studies, trauma therapist, yoga therapist, um, my experience with work, working with people who are experiencing relationship anxiety for the past couple of years, and anxiety in general. And also, this one is personal, because... Andres and I were that couple that would like break up and then get back together and then we would break up and then we would get back together and then we would break up and I'm pretty sure that we I'm pretty sure I annoyed most of my friends with this. Um, I'm there's a part of me that's actually annoyed by that pattern that we used to have as well. Uh, Yeah, we were that we were that couple, and there wasn't like one thing that I did to stop being that couple. It was a combination of many different things. And so what we're gonna do is I'm going to share a little bit with you about why this might be happening, what steps you might consider making to change this pattern that you have. And then I'm gonna extend an invitation to you to actually do that with me, with my support, with the support of other like-minded individuals and with a clear structure that will keep you on track to implementing and integrating all of this awareness into your life so that you can actually see the changes and you can have that calm relationship where the most exciting thing
1: that it has is the hot sex that's the intention here okay so I'm have some tea. I think very common reason why
0: people go through these patterns of break, up, get back together is quite simple. But it took me <laughs> a really long time to realize it. And I really realized it when I was doing one-on-one work with my coach, I remember I was explaining to her I was like you know Andres and I like I just feel like I get to this point where I think we 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 shouldn't be together like things are bad it's not working it's good we shouldn't be together and then I kind of like pick a fight and then something happens during that fight and it gives me this reason this proof that we should break up and So then I tell him that I want to break up or that I'm not sure if we should be together. And maybe we start moving towards breaking up or, you know, we do something, one of us leaves the house or something. And then, you know, then I'm like having a shower and I've kind of like calmed down a little bit. And then I realize, no, I actually really do want to be with him. I really love him. And then I message him or I call him and, and then he comes back and then we're like trying to figure it out together.
1: So I'm sitting there and I'm kind of explaining this to her and she said to me well yeah of course no it wasn't like that because we were then and I was having
0: a conversation with Andres and he was telling me how it was so difficult for him to overcome and like feel okay and feel safe after those disagreements but I actually felt the most safe And I was telling my coach about this and I was like, I'm really confused because like, why do I feel so secure? The most secure that I feel with him after we have a fight. That doesn't, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And we had a conversation and she kind
1: of said to me, no, actually it makes a lot of sense because when you're so used to chaos, you know that the moment after The fight or the explosion or the difficulty
0: is the calmest. It is the furthest away that you will be from discomfort and tension. If you know that every two weeks there's going to be discomfort, there's going to be a breakup, then you will always be looking for that moment right after it, which means that you also have to be creating
1: some tension. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. There was another point where I kind
0: of like had that in my mind for a little while and did work around it. And then I remember studying more about like the way that we um, create expectations with our nervous system and with our bodies. And essentially what your nervous system perceived as normal when you were a child it thinks that that is safe. It doesn't matter if that was very, very damaging to you. It thinks that that is safe because that's what it's used to. So if you grew up and you were used to a, a sense of tension in your house or somebody coming and going outside of your life a lot or just chaos, just One moment it's this, maybe there's a fight, maybe there's money, maybe there's not money. Maybe you're a couple of weeks at mom's, but then you're at dad's, but there's just this, maybe you're moving a lot. Maybe people are fighting a lot. Maybe it's just really uncomfortable. If you're used to some amount of chaos or discomfort, your body is is really gonna freak out when it enters into a space where it doesn't have that because no matter what your mind thinks, your body knows or thinks that that is really, really unsafe. So it is going to feed you thoughts and emotions and sensations and very, very subconscious things, very, very subtle things that are going to propel you to create more
1: chaos. And sometimes that chaos is going to come in the form of breaking up and then getting back together with somebody. Yeah. we're going to talk about what to do with that in a little while. This is
0: something that also happens and they're they're quite interrelated where subconsciously we have this loop that we want to play out and resolve. And so maybe you're really afraid of abandonment, you're really afraid that somebody is going to finally leave you. Maybe I think we all kind of I think we all kind of assume that it's because at some point a parent left us. But I was working with a client a little while ago, and we were talking just about the abandonment that can sometimes come from school and being bullied. And maybe if you were bullied or you had a best friend that like stopped being your friend, as a child, you're going to have this subconscious loop on
1: that's saying, no, I want people to choose me. I want people to listen to me. I want people to come back. Maybe you had somebody who left that never came back. So when
0: there is a part of us that has this very deep unconscious desire to be chosen, to come back, um, to be like forgiven or chosen despite
1: hurt or tension, to be loved unconditionally, um, something like this to never leave, we're gonna create scenarios that test that, and then have
0: like the resolve come in. But the thing is, like, as much as this little part of
1: you wants, <laughs> I use like a very classic one. Your dad walked out on your family. And it's never come
0: back, or has been back, or just never gave you like the attention and love that you deserved and that you really needed. So with your current partner, you create tension so that after the tension, he you can look at him and say, He's still there. He's not like my dad. He won't leave. He's still choosing me. There is a part of you that is playing this loop and trying to create this circumstance, but it's like this circumstance, it's trying to get it to be just right so that it satiates this wound that it has inside. But it's almost like, you know when you sneeze, but you get cut off so you can't sneeze? It's like eternally frustrated because it doesn't want this new boyfriend of yours to solve the wound that was left when you were 12 years old it wants you to do that ideally it would have been the person that hurt you back then but that can't happen and didn't happen it didn't happen then because it didn't happen what happened was that pain was stored inside of you and your body and now it is yours and now you are the only one that can soothe that pain inside but until we know that, until we see that, I mean, really see that. I mean, like sit with your soul and see that, not just think about it while you're driving to work and say, oh yes, even though what you're doing right now is really, really good. But I mean,
1: see that until you see that it is very difficult to stop this loop until you create that solve, that bomb, that that solution inside,
0: it becomes very difficult. And so we have, on one hand, we have the body desiring this chaos of back and together, back together, back together. Subconscious playing out a loop, of back together, back together, back together. And then we have another one, which is parts betrayal.
1: where we betray parts of ourselves when we make decisions. What I mean here is that most of us have parts.
0: One part of you that longs to be in a relationship, loves
1: it, loves the person you have chosen, and another part of you that does not, does not want to be there. That's the part of you that gives you the breakup urges.
0: And the part of you that really wants the relationship is the part of you that says, no, we can
1: make this work. Now, here's the thing, you're neither of them. And when you act
0: from one of them, essentially what you're doing to the other one is saying, screw you, Um, yeah, I'm going to make this decision. Now, you hold both of them and what you need to do is make decisions, keeping in mind all parts of you. So caring for all parts of you. Something that I will teach you, something that I teach a lot, something that we're going to go over a lot in Romance Revolution. Um, But what most people do is something will happen. Let's say you meet this amazing man and the part of you that's longing for connection will kind of take over and get yourself in this relationship. And then later on, another part of you will come up and be like, whoa, I did not sign off on this. I did. I was totally fine the way things were. I'm actually really, really scared of intimacy. I don't want to be committed to somebody. I just kind of want to be free. Um, pretty sure they're going to break your heart. Everything You're going to be betrayed. Like, not a good idea. I would like to remove. And if we continue ignoring that part of us that's saying, yeah, not really sure about this, it's just going to get louder. It doesn't go away. It gets louder. It gets louder. It gets louder. And it's like, you're trying to drive a boss. The romantic part of you came on board, grabbed a hold of the steering wheel and tried to like, take a hold, got you into relationship. Then the other part that you had like shoved behind (laughs) gets free, comes up to the steering wheel and is like, excuse me, no. And now
1: you're just fighting over this steering wheel. One of you's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, no, let's not do it. And you're tired. It's exhausting. And you're here listening
0: to me. <laughs> I'm happy you're here. I'm sorry. It's so tiring and exhausting. What we do when we work together and what you can start doing now, even before we start working together is. Or what I help people do, we may never work together. What I help people do is take stock of what one part needs, what the other part needs. Be able to discern what that feels like in your body, how they think, what emotions happen, what the true need is. There's a deep understanding and a deep need. It's not the one that it's telling you it is. That's probably important as well, but it's not the thoughts that you're having what this true and deep need is.
1: And then when you're meeting your needs, looking and saying, okay, what do I wanna do about my relationships? Making decisions that honor all of your desires, all of your parts. Because that's what self-trust essentially is. That's what self-trust is. That's how we build confidence. This can be sometimes a little bit sticky because sometimes we think we're doing it and we're not. I still do this.
0: We think we're doing it and we're not. And so one of the skills that you can begin to learn so that you can do this with more ease and um, more effectively, quicker, less tension, less in-between, so that you can bounce back from the moments that you don't do it with more ease, more resiliency, is getting very adept at understanding the languages of the different parts of you. And most importantly, identifying when you are coming from a wise self, is surrendered, who is trusting, who is confident, who is compassionate. You can see the big picture and when you just think that you are. One of the other reasons that we might find ourselves in this break up and get back together cycle is that we have underlying beliefs that discomfort means that we have made the wrong decision. You are going to experience discomfort in every single decision that you make. Probably there's going to be a level of discomfort. Like I'm not even kidding. I decided to make pasta for lunch and I actually did not enjoy going to get the ingredients. (laughs) Loved eating the pasta. Not a fan of going in the rain to get the ingredients. Doesn't mean it was a bad decision. That's super simple when we think about pasta. When we try and apply it to things that are bigger, some, because it's so, of such importance to us, we get foggy and we get blocked. The person that you love the most will also be the person that you probably have the most discomfort with.
1: The person you share your life with will probably be the person that you fight with the most. This happens. And so when you can
0: kind of master what's going on in the nervous system and inside and outside, you get to see that I can hold discomfort without it meaning that anything is wrong. Discomfort is discomfort and sometimes it's actually really pleasurable. Sometimes we get pleasure out of our discomfort, some shadow side part of us does. That's something that is for a different podcast and that we will cover in depth in Romantic Revolution. But like, I'm just going to plant that seed for you because it's really, it's really fun. (laughs) But yeah, your discomfort right now, while it's awful and I'm sorry that it's there, doesn't mean that you've made a wrong decision.
1: It means you're living life and life comes with lots of ups and downs. This is why we want to understand them so that we can bounce back from them without freaking out so much.
0: Part of that is learning how to manage really difficult emotions. Most of the time, the discomfort that you're feeling is because it's a really big emotion or it's a really big sensation, which then creates an emotion or a thought. And it becomes a lot and we freak out and we we go numb and we shut down because we have this big energy of emotion inside of our body. And now it's not your fault, it's your body doing what is best uh, for what it thinks is best for your survival that you're here now. And you can change that when you can learn how to be with more difficult emotions, how to be with more sensation, how to move through your emotions and create trust that, yeah, you know how to move through disappointment. And Disappointment doesn't define your decisions. And disappointment doesn't define your relationship. Suddenly you no longer feel those urges to break up and get back
1: together because you just know, okay, let's keep moving forward. I trust my decisions. Paradoxically, the thoughts about we should really break up,
0: we should really break up, we should really break up, we should really break up, and also how can I get him back? How can I get him back? How can I get him back? Oftentimes are just like paint that's covering up a difficult emotion. When you know that you're thinking and you're asking these questions and you're trying to figure these things out, it is a surefire way of saying, go inside,
1: there is something that is asking for your attention. Your anxiety is just a messenger. Hmm. So these are the reasons why you might be finding yourself in this loop. So how do we get out of them?
0: For this addiction to chaos, a lot of that is actually expanding your your nervous system's window of capacity to love boredom, to love receiving love, to love giving love, to love stability, to love things being the same, to love to love everything, to love pleasure, to love to love it. Let's say that your window of capacity for change and chaos is like if you're listening, you can't see my hands, but let's say like
1: 20 centimeters long, just to get a visual. If that's your window of capacity for things being crazy, cool. Really, really helpful in some scenarios. Less helpful when we're looking for secure long-term love. When your window of, of capacity is smaller, of
0: sorry, when your window of capacity for security and stability, and bottom and peace and just like nothing nothingness is 10 centimeters wide it's really uncomfortable when you start knocking against those edges when
1: things just start being okay and there's no drama it's really uncomfortable you kind of freak out and you have discomfort and then you want to break up
0: And so what we need to do is we actually need to lean into these edges and increase your nervous system window of capacity to hold stability.
1: A lot of us are really good at holding chaos. where these emotional beings. We're used to it in a sense. Most of us are less good at holding stability. And I don't mean just thinking about it. I mean, having it trickle down into your bones so that it becomes second nature. That's what we wanna do. So we wanna increase your capacity for stability. We wanna learn to
0: understand our parts and make decisions that honor every single
1: part of you. That honor you as a whole human being and make space for all of these parts of you the shadow ones the ugly ones the annoying ones all of them
0: although true you wise self would never call apart ugly and annoying you guys know what i mean though the ones that your ego thinks uh, it is really annoying and yeah and we also want to look into the beliefs And the subconscious loops that we are playing out inside that are influencing the way that you show up in your relationship, the way that you communicate, the way that you um, understand what your partner does, the meanings that you make out of your emotions, your
1: decisions, uh, your, your everything. We want to start making meanings that are number one, relevant to your present life and not relevant to what was happening when you were 12 years old. And two, empowering your desires in your present life. And when you do that, then
0: you're going to be able to sit in a relationship for a long period of time, the period of time that you desire where you feel fully met, where
1: your heart is getting what it needs, not what it thinks it needs, but what it truly, truly needs and desires. And you're gonna feel really in love with yourself, with your loved one, with with life itself. And that's kind of this, this, this path. You have some spaces to start today,
0: but if you are anything like me, you tend to have some blind spots and you appreciate having some support to work through those blind spots because this relationship your life and your happiness is important to you so maybe you are aware maybe you are not but I am currently, I currently have open a couple of spaces inside of my new group program called Romance Revolution. It is a four-month experience and it's really for the woman that is ready to have her heart be met and most importantly feel very confident in your decisions in relationship as it relates to who you decide to be in a relationship with, and how you manage the different tensions that might show up in relationship without stifling your truth, without giving into resistance and making it mean that everything is awful, without becoming somebody else, without trying to take control and nitpick and then hate the relationship that you've created. It's really for the woman that that wants to change and revolutionize the the love life that you have. Before we wrap this episode up, I'm going to take a few minutes to share with you an invitation that will support you in taking this work deeper. There could be various reasons why you're here listening today. Perhaps you are a client, a friend or a colleague. Maybe we just found each other or maybe we've known each other for a while. What I know true is that you're likely here because you're ready to develop the tools to bounce back from the difficulties of life quickly and with more ease by having the tools to regulate your nervous system and find inner peace instead of inner conflict for good. You know that you are ready to say goodbye to the nag or inner critic voice telling you how you should be or getting stuck in the endless what ifs of anxiety. You're ready to know how to set boundaries with your loved ones in a way that increases the love, trust, and connection and doesn't just feel like isolating walls. And you are ready to finally increase your resilience and your body's ability to feel more in control of your big emotions without trying to manipulate them so that you can find your innate wisdom. You're ready to finally celebrate the growth of your relationship or your business without experiencing shame and guilt even though you're experiencing quicker success than those around you. I support all of my clients in this through a framework of nervous system regulation, emotional alchemy and self-trust cultivation and this podcast is just the tip of the iceberg. This is why I'm extending an invitation for you to book a free expansion call, where on this call, we will dive even deeper into exactly what you need to go from feeling overwhelmed, managing big emotions, and falling into anxiety or depression as a result, to having tools to regulate them quickly and with ease. In this free 30-minute call, you will receive free coaching and support around your unique personal situation, we will explore whether or not coaching is going to be the best fit for you at this time. Some of the results that... Some of the results the clients have achieved after just their expansion call are deep acceptance of their differences so much that they, when they share their story now, they attribute most of their self-acceptance to this one 30-minute call. Or signing a client right after the call because they leaned into the embodiment work. Or feeling deeply seen and understood so much that now when they go to ask their partner for a hug, they no longer feel needy when they're doing it and they get the hug or switching one habit that they had when communicating with their partner for another and witnessing more harmony and peace in the relationship instead of resentment and nitpicking. And you deserve this too. So you will find the link in the podcast notes to lock your free call in ASAP when you book this call you can expect to walk away with clear tangible ideas on how to apply this work to your life and you'll decide if you would like to work with me one-on-one in the process of becoming more resilient and regulated in this container you are going to release the stickiness that you're feeling around the pains of your past maybe it was heartbreak or trauma that you've been carrying with you that is showing up in these subconscious loops you are going to release the stickiness that you have around the discomfort in your present, such as when you guys have opposing views on something that is important, or it's like even if that is just what are we having for dinner to to your ten-year plan, um, and maybe some questions that you have about your future in the relationship. You're going to release the worries around the future and you're going to surrender more into trust and faith, even on the big things such as kids and aging and religious differences. You're going to reclaim your self-confidence that despite what Instagram and your aunt and the self-development space included sometimes say, you do know how to make really great romantic decisions and there isn't anything wrong with you and what you are experiencing
1: is a valid part of being a human. Yes. There is an application process
0: involved. And so because we are going to be covering both the specific problems that you have in your mind and subconscious and energetic reasons your mind is overthinking and your body is presenting, I am very clear to make sure that everyone who's coming in is going to be the best fit for the program. So I want to encourage you to go down to the link in the show notes, open a browser and like stop everything you're doing and fill in your application. Why? Because you've spent long enough in your head trying to figure this out and listening to podcasts. It's been really helpful and now it's time for the next step. Also, because when you take action, regardless of not, you end up joining the program. When you take action to apply, you're actually reinforcing to the parts of yourself that you do know how to look after yourself, that you are strong and trustworthy and deserving of this new romantic life. Also, because if you put it off until next time, there is a slight risk that you'll Be a couple of days before your period spiraling down another Google rabbit hole. I know because I did this, like of how can I make this work with my partner and giving into another one of these urges that dismantle the trust that you're trying to create. But most importantly, because you really do deserve to spend money where you're not just going to get this same old, like change your perspective and everything will be perfect or just be grateful or just make a decision and just be confident. You deserve real in-depth education and understanding of how your triggers, your nervous system and your physical resistance and thoughts and emotions can affect you and how to work with them, not against them in creating the perfectly imperfect romance. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you are one of the first five people to sign up, I do have a little incentive for you, which you will find at the link in the show notes. It's all detailed out there. I'm really, really excited to review your application and see you in this new program. Yay. A big and special thanks to Uptown for composing this magical piece of music and to GS Studios for mixing it. Find upturns, other tracks, or ask for your own special custom piece of music, go say hello using their
1: contact details in the show notes.